inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this new episode of Time to Shine, and I'm going to have a nice conversation with a brand new author, book author, who has released a book on self-advocacy. And for that, this special guest is Shelby Vaklu. She is a technology leader and international keynote speaker. She is the former head of data and analytics at Strava and Komodo Health. Every year, Vaklu speaks at more than 25 global conferences and Fortune 500 corporate events on self-advocacy and data. Her 16-year career has included companies such as Salesforce, Fitbit, and a software startup that she co-founded. Vaclu's self-advocacy expertise comes from being a practitioner at startups and large companies across three continents. Vaclu grew up in India and studied engineering at Illinois Tech in Chicago. Hello, Shelby. Hi, Oscar. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Very welcome. It's great. It's really great having you and congratulations for your just released book, Self-Advocacy. Yeah, thank you so much. Fantastic. So we want to hear always from our guest, the very first, your journey to become a speaker. Please tell us the story. Absolutely. So I have been speaking in public for four or five years. And the journey for me began with the fact that I work in data. So in data, I worked in analytics. And analytics is a profession that requires you to build that skill of having influence without authority. And a lot of that actually comes down to communications. Because I used to give presentations to very senior stakeholders And it was very important to be able to share very compelling data stories that are going to inspire certain actions amongst people. So I felt that as part of my profession, it was important for me to build that skill intentionally, where I could communicate effectively, where I could actually influence people to do things. Um, and part of that, uh, part of that intention was for me to speak outside of my team, outside of my company and actually speak to people that I didn't know. I thought that would help me build that comfort. So it was just something that I decided to do to build on that skill that I felt was good for my profession. But once I started speaking externally, once I started speaking at conferences, I liked it so much that I just decided to do it more often on my own. And um, it was something where initially I used to do it for free. Later, I started charging people for, to be able to speak at certain spaces and it turned into a decent side hustle. Oh, excellent. Well done. Well done. I understand that, of course. Uh, producing data is one thing. You need the technical skills, but uh, then communicating the data, it can be super difficult and great that you uh, you challenge yourself to be one of those, I'm sure not many persons who are really good on data storytelling. So uh, so excellent and excellent that you you laid it. Challenge yourself again to, to speak outside your your company or companies, but also in, yeah, everywhere in, in bigger audiences. So fantastic. 
and you have recently uh, uh, released this book called Self Advocacy. Actually, we, we have not talked about this topic before in this podcast show, so it's going to be very interesting for our uh, for our audience. So let's start with what is self advocacy. Yeah, and thank you. I'm happy to share about it because it's a topic that I really care about, which is why I wrote a book on it. But self advocacy is essentially you speaking up for yourself and for your best interest. So there's there's two big ways that you do that. Um, you can either do that proactively. So when you see situations where you know that how you position yourself at work is important, how it affects your career is important, you intentionally decide to do and say things that shine a light on your positive achievements. And uh, there's the other side of it, which is the reactive self-advocacy, where you speak up in situations which are either there's something that's happening which is not going your way, or it's something that just requires an intervention of sorts. Uh, maybe you have a specific milestone that you want to make sure that you land. So in both of those cases, the proactive and reactive self-advocacy, you are just trying to ensure that you take control of whatever you can and use that to effectively try to get the outcomes that you want. So it's a very powerful concept, but and I, I feel it's super important to everyone's career um, it's also very hard for most people, but mm. I, I do truly believe that everybody has the capacity to build those skills for self-advocacy so that they can succeed at work. And everybody may be starting at different points, but there are skills that every each and every one of us can develop to get better at it. Mm. And I would understand that this is something that is not only for, let's say, technical people or people uh, working in a technical industry, it's a wider wider theme for everyone oh absolutely yeah absolutely i think every profession uh whether you're in academia whether you're mm -hmm. in sales whether you're in uh um, i don't know if maybe you're in a uh, i mean technical fields i i've written this book with the perspective of technical fields but i've heard from a lot of people who are not in technical fields and they say it's the same thing right like most people work with a boss <laughs> um oh, yes. and they want to be able to advocate for themselves in those situations. If they don't have a boss, they still have some other stakeholder. Maybe you sell directly to the public in some way. Maybe you require people to buy into whatever it is that you're doing. Um, even if I was an influencer, I still would have people who are following me and I would still want mm. to make sure that I present myself in a light that is effective and that inspires people to want to collaborate with me. Indeed. And I understand that self advocacy is a is a is a topic that you have been already um, uh, well disseminating, speaking for a while. So your career as a speaker and the this topic are, are very correlated. So uh, how did you use that speaking experience to to publish this book on self advocacy? Yeah, it's a great question because a lot of people have asked me what inspired me to write the book. And honestly, it was the fact that I, I started speaking about this topic almost uh, just a little over four years ago. Mm -hmm. And even from that first time that I spoke about this topic in public, the response was fantastic. And I felt that it's a topic that resonates with people. So there was that thing in my mind that 
if it's resonating with people in the speaking format, I should try a different format because everybody absorbs content. Um, <clears throat> sorry, everybody absorbs content differently. So some people like to listen, some people like to read. And uh, because I felt the topic was important, I said, okay, I should try to think of a different format that can reach more people potentially. And um, so this book was based on that, on those, on those talks that I gave over the last four years. And there's two big ways that the speaking experience helped me publish the book. Um, one was the content itself. And I think the fact that I spoke about it, I got a lot of feedback from people who attended my talks. As I spoke myself, I kept revising what I was talking about. I kept thinking about other subtopics that maybe they were not part of my speeches, but they were things that I felt were connected and I wanted to talk about more. So it did help me create and refine that content. And a lot of the book is based on, on those pieces. And the second big piece was um, the market. So for any aspiring authors, it's always interesting that do you have a story to tell that people actually want to listen to? And the fact that at least while speaking, I got a lot of that feedback. I've spoken to thousands of people. Um, I've got some great response. So I knew that there was a market, there was an appetite for this topic. There was an appetite for this content. So I feel like that was very helpful because as I published my book, I knew people were going to read it. Uh, I knew there were at least some people who were going to read it. And it, it felt like that's who I was doing it for, for those people who want to engage with this topic as much as they could. Mm -hmm. And tell us briefly how it came, the, the decision to, yeah, the decision to write a book and a little bit of how, how it came until today. Yeah, so this was one of the, you know, I love uh, thinking, reflecting on the year and saying, okay, what do I want to do next? So um, 2022 beginning is when I decided that I would write this book. Um, and I felt at that time that I had enough content from my speaking already to be able to have a book that comes out. Um, my original plan was to finish it within 2022. And that, <laughs> that did not happen. I, um, I mean, I did a lot of the research pieces that year, but I barely got 3,000 words written that year. And uh, I was also working full-time, so I think it was harder. But um, 2023, that's when I was, I came into that moment that, okay, I'm going to finish this. And I think in the first four months of 2023, I'd written 40,000 words. So huge, huge difference, you know. Oh. I mean, I say that the book took me a year and a half, but most of the writing happened in the last um, four to six months. And uh, so, yeah, that was that, that was my journey. I also didn't know anything about publishing a book. And I spoke to a lot of wonderful authors who gave, who were very generous um, about giving just advice about how to go about that process, including yourself. <laughs> indeed, indeed, including myself. <laughs> yeah, but I want to hear <laughs> even more about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh come to my mind when you talk about yeah it's, it's like that you sp you start writing and some from some periods you write very little and in order you are like producing a lot very very prolific so yeah f fantastic it's always here how how people how people made it um now let's hear some of the key ideas of your book if you can summarize let's say some top key ideas of your book please tell us yeah. So 
I think one of the uh, topics that I cover uh, in the book is I do recognize that there's a lot of people who are new to self-advocacy. Maybe they haven't really thought about it before or they haven't thought about why it's important or they're struggling, like, why would it be hard? So whether somebody who's reading the book for themselves or they want to help other people in getting better at self-advocacy, I cover a lot of those basic topics, like what is self-advocacy? Why is it important? Why is it hard? Uh, But my personal favorite parts of the book are actionable frameworks that I think absolutely anybody can use, um, no matter where somebody is in their self-advocacy journey. If they can identify which pieces they struggle with, which pieces they actually need help with, um, I think they're going to find that there is something in my book that can help them with those pieces. So whether it's reframing limiting beliefs, whether it's choosing the right words that feel authentic when you want to share your wins, uh, when you want to create an actual plan and track progress that how are you, how are you progressing on your journey of self-advocacy? I think, I think all of that is in there. Um, but I think the last piece that I would say, which was very important to me when I wrote this book is that self-advocacy is not just something that is for individuals. It can be for groups of people who want to succeed. Um, if you have a community you care about, if you have a team, like maybe you're a leader and you want your team to be successful, maybe you're a business and you want to de-risk uh, things that can go wrong and ensure successful outcomes, um, there is something in this book that talks beyond the individual and talks about the group, talks about the team, um, and talks about how you can succeed when people who you care about succeed as well. Mm-hmm. And tell us a bit about the people who who read your book and what kind of uh, what yeah what were the things that they found most valuable if you can share kind of couple of like, from these uh, people who have reviewed your book or yeah uh, yeah a- mm-hmm. after the launch of your book tell us a bit that mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been it's been uh, really exciting to hear some of those comments as um you know you put your book out in the wild <laughs> Then you're just kind of waiting like, okay, what do real people have to say about my book? Um, So I think some of my favorite comments have been um, from people who say they have been working for a very long time and they read this book and they said, I wish I had found this book 10 years ago because I I did end up learning some of the things that are in the book, but I learned it the hard way that I, I struggled, I fumbled, I uh, you know, saw people getting promotions and was very upset that I wasn't the one who was getting a promotion and I didn't know what to do about it. And I, I, I really struggled through that whole process. And it can be really isolating if you, if you want your career to be successful and you don't know exactly what is required, it can be really isolating. So I think, I think a lot of uh, people did say that they wish they read this book 10 years ago. And their next action item was, they said, I'm going to go give my niece, my, you know, someone, someone uh, who's, who's more in the early stage, um, this book. Um, and yeah, and some people, um, were not in their early stage. Like there are so many people who've been doing well in their career for many years, but they still keep feeling that they're missing out on something. And sometimes it's cultural reasons. Sometimes it's gendered reasons. Um, there could be lots of reasons why people struggle with self-advocacy. So I've really enjoyed hearing from readers who 
identify those people who can benefit from this book um and i also really liked i think um there was there was one person on uh, one of my amazon reviews who called out a specific situation that uh, you know they they felt like they said i can i can use this book tomorrow um mm-hmm. I, i i i know i have this weekly meeting i barely ever know what to say and uh, i know that i can even the even the basic things that i talk about my work like i know i can position it in a much better way and i know i will feel better when i do it like you know it's it's just something for myself that i want to feel that i'm positioning myself well so i really like that when people feel that they can use something in the book starting the next day absolutely that's that is very rewarding indeed um in a way some of, some of the ideas you just mentioned are also myself as a as a speaking coach i always want to motivate people to yeah to to get out of this um let's say invisible <laughs> mode on their career they might be struggling <laughs> yes. right and i encourage them to uh to use public speaking as one one of the tools that to in order to to do that um and i think it's for most of the people it's it's a good thing but do you think that everyone should learn public speaking take the effort to build their presentation skills or you believe that for some people it's just it's just not the thing is for everyone what do you say oh i i am in your camp for sure <laughs> i i do believe that you know 100% i think people should take the effort to build public speaking skills it is such an incredibly useful skill and it's one of those skills where when you need it you really need it you know and it, it it sometimes just creeps up that you have situations where um maybe it's a really high stakes moment that you suddenly have a high stakes moment you really need to land it and guess what it is not a moment where you are just quietly in a room with this one known person who's friendly face and you have to advocate for yourself or you have to speak about what you care about and um you know so th- that that's not the situation that happens a lot of times so you need to be prepared for those um big big stakes moments that happen in these big forums um with a lot of unknown people and at that time your ability to be able to clearly articulate whatever it is that you care about or whatever it is that you want to say it really matters So the sooner you build that muscle um so that you're prepared for when you really need it I think it really matters and it also helps to think about it from the perspective that this is not just something that like public speaking is not just something that you need if you are in a really high senior position like you you're, you don't just need it if you're the CEO of a company you need it if you're a junior employee trying to convince people that there is something of value that you should be thinking about thinking of doing um you can be you, you don't have to be in technology like academicians right we have this impression that oh they just do their research and they do their work and they're just quietly in their room um doing their thing uh, but guess what eventually they have to defend their thesis in public to other people who want to buy into that so i do think that uh, communication is really a part of every single job and building that skill of public speaking it just makes you more confident for when you need it 
And I can assure you that everybody needs it at some point, <laughs> even if it's for a fleeting situation. <laughs> All right. Excellent. And you told me that you're 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 speaking around four or five years. So but now we are doing very very actively today, super actively today. Yeah. And so seeing yourself as a speaker in retrospective, what would you say are now your strongest skills as speaker? So yeah, those which are the ones that you, you feel that yeah, you build them really, really strong at this point? Yeah, it's uh it's so interesting because I I notice now how I am right before a speaking engagement. I just had one that I did last week in front of a really large audience in person. And um, even the physical feeling of how I feel, you know, people call them butterflies in the stomach mm, or whatever, yes. like that has vastly changed <laughs> over, over the years. And it's, uh, I think, I think my biggest skill, which I think I have tried to build intentionally is that I am unfazed by imperfection. Um, as a speaker, and I know one of your recent guests had talked about this as well, that I do tend to use filler words. I do tend to have some words that are, you know, I'm, English is not my first language. But uh, in the beginning, I was I was a little embarrassed by them or a little upset. And I, I was like, oh, I wish I was better. But honestly, I I don't mind that I'm not perfect I know that I have something of value to say. I know people want to hear it and I just keep moving forward. Um, so personality wise, I, and I think maybe some of your listeners can relate. I am that person who worries about, uh, you know, there's that anxious anxiety of, oh, are people judging my mistakes all the time? <laughs> But um, I have been able to rephrase that as a speaker and really think of every single mistake as an opportunity to learn and grow. And I and I really look at it as um, how can I how can I embrace anything that I perceive as a mistake? How can I um, how can I utilize that to to become better um, and to to just keep doing it? Because I think um, if you are not if you are not fearful, you encourage yourself to do it more often. And guess what? The more often you do something, the better you get at it. So. Even how I am as a speaker today is because I didn't mind that I wasn't the perfect speaker, but mm -hmm. I just kept speaking. And I think I think that's a useful skill to build because it helps you with so many different things as well. Yeah, you just push yourself. This has to be done. Let's <laughs> let's go and speak. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Thanks a lot for for sharing your learnings about speaking because we we learn so much from from the experience from others. Yeah. <laughs> Could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? My favorite quotation is by Mahatma Gandhi, who says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm. So I think I, I love that quote. It's about empowerment, um, being action oriented, being self-aware and just the concept of taking control of your life, um, taking control of whatever you can do to affect things positively around you is beautiful yeah thank you very much that's that's a very very inspiring quote could you now recommend us one book that has been particularly inspiring or influential for you i did recently read this book um, which i highly recommend it's called the speaker author by lois kramer and kathy fiok um anybody who's 
even considering becoming a speaker or an author or both, I think it's a very useful book. It has very actionable items in there. Um, and I really enjoyed reading it. Could you repeat the, the title of the book? Yes, it's called The Speaker Author mm. by Louis Creamer and Kathy Fiorok. The Speaker Author. All right, excellent. Yes, I have not read that one, so I I had to mm-hmm. put it on my reading list. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So finally, leave us with an exercise, something practical that you would recommend us doing regularly, a routine to shine. I think it would be fantastic if people were to actively seek opportunities to speak in public. So as I said earlier, the more you speak, the better you become. Like That is the best way to become a good uh, speaker is to keep speaking, keep practicing, and as you as you do it every time come up with new goals of next time i want to get better at this piece and then try to evaluate yourself with how you're going against these goals so if you want to at least on a weekly basis take that time to say okay where should i apply to speak or what opportunity can i pursue i think that would be fantastic mm. yeah and indeed uh, that's I absolutely recommend that as well const- constantly look for opportunity to speak and yeah there are many ways uh, the most obvious for some people will be go and search put the, the search engine and search for opportunities but always uh, it's good to to ask people right just ask your colleagues ask some colleagues or friends who are speaking ask them what are the opportunities tell them what you are interested in yeah yeah you will you will be surprised no what, what else would you say i think that's that's a good <laughs> habit yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Shelby, this is a fascinating conversation with you. Thank you for sharing your story and many things about your book, Self Advocacy. So, if people would like to follow you, get in touch with you, or learn more about what you are doing, what are the best ways? Yeah. So, the best way to find my book uh, is on Amazon. It's titled Self Advocacy Your Guide to Getting What You Deserve at Work. And uh, you can just search for it, self-advocacy, Shelby Vaklu. You should be able to find it in worldwide markets. My website is shelby.com. So that's pretty easy. Just my first name.com. And uh, there you'll find links to the book um, and my LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm pretty active on all of those platforms. Very easy to find. Very few people by the name of Shelby in the world. <laughs> so I got lucky with that. And uh, yeah, that's the best way to contact me. Okay, excellent. Many ways to find you. Again, um, congratulations for your book. Thank you for joining us and all the best, Shelby. Thank you so much. I really appreciated being on this podcast and uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Shelby. Are you working on the tech industry? If so, do you want to start taking action, crafting your own tech talk and soon getting booked to speak? I have designed specially for you who work in the technology industry an online training program. Rock the Tech Stage On Demand is an online self-paced training course to become a successful speaker in tech events. Visit today www.rockthetechstage.com slash on demand and start your journey now.